Welcome to Near Death Experience Podcast. I'm Chaz Hathaway. We had a little bit of a heavy, big entry yesterday, so we're going to try to keep it a little simpler uh, today. We are going to read the experience off enderf.org, same website as yesterday, um, one that is called In the Divine Light. And to give a little uh, background, this woman was, she, her husband had just left for military duty, and uh, just a week earlier, and she knew she was pregnant. She was a, um, she'd been a, a medical worker herself. She knew the symptoms. She knew what was going on, and not only that, but she was have she had the um she was having an ectopic pregnancy now that at this point the uh, doctor did not believe her that she was pregnant which is weird i mean if you think about it but uh so we'll pick up from the point where she's hemorrhaging uh quite a bit blood into the abdomen and uh and she says that our minister and his wife arrived to pray along with my mother and father. And I'm going to pick it up from that point. The trip to the base hospital was painful. Upon arrival, my father and I were told to wait, even though my symptoms were made known to the staff. I was finally placed on a table in an examining room when I began to feel my life slipping away and my thoughts were of my babies and what would happen to them. She had children, by the way. Who would love and take care of them? My hearing was excellent. I could hear every word being exchanged in that room. There were two physicians present and three assistants. I could tell they were concerned as they tried to obtain a heartbeat and blood pressure. At this moment, I began to slowly float toward the ceiling where I stopped and looked down at the scene taking place below. There was my lifeless body on the table. And one doctor said to the doctor just walking through the door, Where have you been? We called you. Now it's too late. She's gone. We can't get a heartbeat or blood pressure. Another doctor said, What are we going to tell her husband? He's on assignment in England and has only been gone a week. From my position above them, I said to myself, Yes, what are you going to tell my husband? That is a good question. Pretty thoughtful of you. I remember thinking at that point, How can I be humorous at a time like this? I did not see myself below on a table or the occupants of the room anymore. I was suddenly aware of the most heavenly light that was all-encompassing. My pain was gone, and my body felt as never before, free. I felt joy and contentment. I heard the most beautiful music that could only have come from heaven. I was thinking... So this is how heavenly music sounds. I became aware of a sense of peace that passes all understanding. I began to look at this light and perceive what was happening to me, and I never wanted to leave. I was in the presence of a divine being, one called the Son of God, Jesus. I did not see him, but he was there in the light and spoke to me telepathically. I felt the overflowing love of God. He said to me that I had to return to my children, or to my little children, and there was work for me to complete on earth. 
I did not want to leave, but I slowly returned to my body, which by this time was in another room being prepared for surgery. I became conscious long enough for staff to explain that my heart began to beat again, and I was going to surgery so that the tubal pregnancy and blood from my abdomen could be removed. I was not aware of anything from this point on for several hours. Heaven had another message for me, and I did not leave my body this time. I was in a recovery bed after surgery, and the greatest moment of my life occurred. The heavenly light returned again, completely filling my room. This time, a vision of Jesus appeared to me out of the light, and he was beautiful. He filled the room with his presence, and his love and mercy were there. The vision I saw of him included his shoulders to the top of his head. He spoke telepathically to me, saying, Remember what I have said to you. Remember how I have revealed myself to you, and it will be a comfort and stable source to you in years to come and for the work that you will do. Now you know that you do not have to fear death. In the next few days of my hospital stay, I had many curious hospital staff members finding excuses to visit my room. News travels fast in medical communities, and everyone knew that I had been pronounced dead and then lived again. My Bible was at my side, and when the gynecologist visited me, he took note of it and asked about my religious beliefs. I knew he had heard what I had told some staff members that came to visit me. They had been present when I was pronounced dead. After I recovered, I told them about their entire conversation during my death. They were astonished. Leaving the base hospital a few days later, driving home, I saw my baby and six-year-old daughter at, the win at a window looking for us. I said in my heart, Thank you, God for letting me return to my children and for granting me the privilege of being their mother. I shall always remember their sweet faces at the window. Now she goes on and talks a little bit more about uh, work that she did later in her life of working with children and teenagers, teaching, Sunday school work. And I should mention too, in the preliminary, uh, she had recently become a Christian um, two years earlier, it looks like, uh, become a Christian, which may have been a factor in who appeared at her bedside. Um, but I thought that was a beautiful experience, not only because of the simple beauty and awe of it, but also because of how personal it was. He, when Jesus appears to her at her bedside when she's in recovering and says, remember what I have said to you. Remember how I've revealed myself to you and it will be a comfort and stable source to you in years to come and for the work that you will do. Now you know you don't have to fear death. What a beautiful, intimate message to come from God, basically, and to uh, have this sweet experience that few of us ever get to experience while in mortality. But, you know, part of the reason, I think, for these experiences, part of the thing that makes them so special is that 
this is what we are all headed toward. It's not like there's a few select people who get to experience this. Fact is, every person who ever walks the earth, who dies, which is all of us, will experience this. It will be individualized. It will be a unique experience for just you. But you will experience this. Have you thought about that in all of this? I mean, it's nice to know there's life after death and so forth. But have you ever thought about this fact that there's going to come a time that you will leave your body and you will return to the light? Now, what goes on beyond that? We can only guess from what we've heard and, and seen. But I imagine it's going to be glorious. It's going to be beautiful. We've got much learning to do. And we will do much learning. But while we're here. this And this lady's uh, uh, experience is another great illustration. of she, she didn't want to come back. But she knew she had to. And she was so grateful to come back. I don't imagine that she's every day saying oh thank you heavenly father that i'm back you know i'm sure there's some days she's like please return me to you again i'm really kind of done i mean as we all kind of feel that sometimes but she is offering gratitude for her return to be able to raise her children her her young ones that would have gone the rest of their lives without a mother and Many who do have to go without mothers can probably recognize and see the, the uh, great blessing this woman had because uh, her children were able to be raised by their mother when she had this glorious experience that gave her every reason to not want to return. But she chose to return. And what a blessing. So, with that, Thank you again so much for listening.